Welcome to Drinks at the Doll, episode 54, Fanfic and Fanvids. You're listening to Drinks at the Doll, a podcast way station for Lost Girl fans. I'm your host, Stephanie. And I'm Annie. And I'm Chris. And I'm sure that a lot of listeners are saying, yay, Annie's back, because we haven't had Annie for several of the previous episodes. Yeah, my apologies. I was out of town. I had some family things. But yes, I am back, and I've missed you guys. I was especially disappointed that I did miss the previous episode on necklaces. But you guys did a fabulous job impersonating me. So thank you. We did our best. <laughs> we really did. And damn it, I still think there could have been an engagement ring. But, <laughs> but why would she put the engagement ring on a necklace? It's just headcanon, okay? And I went with it. And it wasn't even my idea. Here you go, Annie. Maybe Bo didn't dig around that drawer enough, and there was because it was in a proper ring box. It was small enough that she missed it. And we were arguing about the drawers being messy, so maybe it just got missed. You're welcome, Docubus fans. Yeah, if you haven't already, you can go and you can listen to our episode where we talked about significant necklaces on Lost Girl. It's over at drinksofthedoll.com slash 52. And Annie was not able to be there for that one, but she is here this week, which is a good thing because we're talking about fan fiction and fan videos. And I have to admit, I don't read fan fiction at oh, all. <laughs> I haven't. Me, that was real. <laughs> that was not like fate. I haven't read fanfic since I was probably about 15. So I've read like no Lost Girl. Fa- I shouldn't say I've read no Lost Girl fanfic, but I haven't really. I haven't really. Just none you can talk about. What kind of fan are you? That's what fan people fan. link to on Tumblr. I'm like when I'm like, okay, I'll give fanfic it's a not try. Your fault that that's all you've read. It, you know, I'll click the link on Tumblr and then it's 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 smutty. I shouldn't say smutty. That sounds like people say you know fanfic is is smut and that kind of sounds derogatory so let's go with erotica you know (laughs) (laughs) because it sounds so much more professional it does it does it It does yeah more elegant classy it does so those are most of the stories that i've seen links to and so i've started reading them and then i get to the part where i'm just like that's not anatomically possible and i have to stop (laughs) fair enough so anyway, we're talking about, about fan fiction and fan videos this week, and, and Annie's a fanfic writer, in fact. Apparently. On my good days. No, I have written a lot of fanfic for, well, my first fandom was Xena, and there's a huge, huge, huge amount of fanfic, even to this day, almost 15 years after the show has got on the air, so I read a lot of that. Never wrote any, because I always felt like everybody's was so good that I never could contribute anything. Um... <clears throat> And then with my other fandoms, Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, I wrote a little bit of that. And then um, the Spanish show that I'm a fan of called Los Hombres de Paco, which has a really awesome lesbian couple in it, if you ignore the ending, like most sad endings. Um, I wrote a lot of, I ended up writing a lot of fan fiction for that, like novel length. And there's actually some that I have not finished. So I'm sure there's like two people in the world, one of them being my friend that is pissed off at me because I've never finished it. Um, and I have written one Lost Girl fanfic have about three in my head, but it's always the problem of any creative endeavor of getting it done. So, planning to. Do I actually mean to sit down and write it? Yes, I really want to, because it's getting annoying that it's still stuck in there. 
How about you, Chris? What is your fanfic back- background? Oh, geez. I think I started reading fanfiction when I was, I want to say like 13 or 14 or something. It might have been. No, I think I was about 13 or 14. And I think I started off with X-Men fanfiction because I'm just that nerdy. And uh, I think I segued into X-Files fanfiction for a while. And I actually found like one or two really, really solid stories in X-Files fanfiction. So that was exciting for me. It's like, oh, there was like a whole thing. Like it was sort of an elaborate, not quite like an episode, but kind of like an episode. Like there was a whole plot and, you know, that makes it sound dopey, but... (laughs) Or makes me sound dopey, like, ooh, there was, a, there was a fanfic with a plot. But there was, like, a crime that was being, you know, and then, like, I think Scully got sort of kidnapped with the... Anyway, it was a whole thing. It was very exciting to me when I was, like, 15. Scully got kidnapped again? But it was cool, because she had to, like, figure out how... Cause did she save herself that time? I think she did. Good. As I recall, or or at least helped save herself. Because I think there were, like, young kids with her, I think was what the story was. It's been a while since I read it, obviously. but. And then you read some Buffy fanfic. I did. Um, yeah, I've read Buffy fanfic. I've read, I've read a lot of fanfic. But oddly, I haven't read a whole lot of Lost Girl fanfic. Because, I don't know, I just, I, I sort of looked into it. But I never got very far, so this episode will educate me. Educate me, Annie. Educate it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So let's let's start with you, Annie, because you're you are the the fanfic consumer, really, of the three of us, at least in regards to Lost Girl. So what what are some of your favorite fanfics? I have a few. I know they were listed by a lot of people. Well, first off, the one that's current. Well, it's finished, but it's one of my current favorite writers. Um, it's called the Stranger series by. Sydney 563. It's about, it's kind of an alt fiction where, uh, Beau's a fae, Lauren's a doctor, but Lauren doesn't know anything about the world of the fae until Beau walks into Lauren's emergency room one night with Kenzie, and, um, they end up having a relationship. Beau tells Lauren about the fae. Lauren becomes embroiled in the world of the fae through Beau. Very interesting twists and turns. Um, yes, it does end up with Lauren becoming fae. Very lots of adventures and things ensue. So it's a whole series about them, and that goes on for about three or four pretty long series. So, but yeah, that's one of my favorite authors, and another one by the same author. She just finished it. It's kind of a, it's another alternate fic where Bo and Lauren are both human. It's called Let the Wind Eavesdrop, and it's kind of based on that schmaltzy movie that I admit I have a. Uh, a signed autograph copy of? No, I do not have a signed autograph copy of it. It's just, uh, it's uh, the Lake House with Sandra Bullock and oh, Keanu okay. Reeves. Yeah, where they're separated by two years, but they keep writing each other letters. So it's that concept. So, but that was a really I'm a mushy romantic person at heart. So I really like that one. And then there's um, a really sad one. This is this author's first fanfic attempt. She's gone on to write a lot more that I have to read. Uh, it's called My Savior by Somewhat Addicted. And um, it's a really sad, brief fanfic at the end of Lauren's life. And she's ending her life because she's human. You know, Bo, of course, is immortal and still looking, you know, like in her 30s. And it's a really sad but beautiful kind of 
ending of Lauren's life. And um, actually, this author, she wrote it first from, I think, I think she wrote it from Lauren's perspective and then went back recently since it was a year since she wrote the story and wrote it from both uh, the other's perspective or something. She wrote like a mirror kind of chapter of it. So it was really cool to read that. And these two authors actually somewhat addicted and Sydney 563, they actually have their own, they have their own fanfic fan club Twitter account. So some people have liked their fanfic so much. They have a Twitter account for both of them. And these two have actually collaborated on other stuff. So um, we'll have links to all of that, but um, those are two of my favorite authors. And then there's um, a really cool Bo and Kenzie like friendship series. That's one of this author's favorite aspects, and by Mistress Darkness. So if these are all on fanfic.net. I can uh, give you the links. But those are some of my favorites to uh, start off with. A uh, Twitter update, real quick. Kat says, I've read fanfic in the past, but not so much these days. I haven't read much Lost Girl fic, fic at all. And then Cindy says, y'all don't sound very qualified to discuss this topic. Go Annie! <laughs> smiley face. Now, I, I do want to throw in here real quick that I did once while touring through, I think it was the Chicago Institute of Art with my best friend, while looking at like famous paintings, she and I were having a discussion about fanfiction. I remember you telling me this. Yeah, go on. Yes, because it is one of my greatest, nerdiest stories. Well, and and I did not say this before. I was debating if I was going to say it or not, but I did write fanfiction back in the day. Really? Yes. For I don't think I knew for that. For Charmed. I ah, was I knew it. big into the Charmed fandom when I was when I was a teenager. And they're still out there on fanfiction.net. Y'all probably you have my like personal email address and my my author name is based on that, so you could maybe find me. But (laughs) so I did back in the day, but it's it's so different when I was when I was writing fanfic for Charm versus Lost Girl fanfic because it seems like the Lost Girl fanfic is is really relationship based, and that's not the way that sort of the Charm fandom worked because there was no like competing love interests for the sisters. You know, like, I shipped, don't get me wrong, I shipped Piper and Leo super hard, but, you know, <laughs> it wasn't like, is Piper going to pick this person or this person? It's like, no, she married Leo, it's fine. Not so much with the triangles. Exactly, exactly. octagons. So my fanfic was more just like, it was more based on, like, incidences and stories and kind of resolving stuff that that I didn't feel like the show, I didn't like the way that the show kind of handled it and things like, like that. Like the magic or the adventure or that yeah, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's actually one of my favorite varieties of fanfic is that stuff that explores things that happen between scenes or that rewrites something in a way that makes more sense than whatever the show does. Well, it's, it's <laughs> ironic too. because, I, I mean, I'm a big mushy person. I like romantic fanfic. Uh, I can't talk. I like romantic fanfic. I li- you know, I'm a big fan of Hurt Comfort. I know that's schmaltzy to a lot of people. But by the way, if you don't know, Hurt Comfort is the classic one part, one one side of the partnership gets hurt or injured or almost dies in some way and the other person has to take care of them and usually it's because of all this UST unresolved sexual tension so they end up confessing their feelings to each other blah 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 so if done well it can be good but it can also be done horribly I tend to do it very schmaltzily so my favorite fanfic I agree with Chris I I like the ones where they where people kind of either reinterpret 
moments that happened are kind of, you know, the show never really addressed this. That kind of was a little gap in the plot line, I felt like. So I'm going to write something. I really like that stuff. And actually, as as I was preparing for this episode, I only read one of all the things people sent in. I, I read one. Well, it was only all last night, so... I know, I know. I had I had very short time. But the one that I read was actually by, by our friend Sally, who is S. Heaven on Twitter, just because I knew that Chris had read some of the fanfic that Sally had written back in the day for Buffy. And I was like, mm, I'm curious mm-hmm. to see what Sally's sort of writing style was like. And this particular fanfic was a reimagination of the scene between Bo and Lauren in Vexed, where... Lauren has, you know, come over to distract Bo because the Ash told her to. And instead of playing out as it did in the show, Sally had it so that Lauren fessed up and and actually said what was going on. And it was pretty good. I liked it. No, what's funny, though, is that, like, when I started talking to Sally in Lost Girl fandom, I had no idea that she was the Sally who I'd read five plus years ago from Buffy fanfiction. Funny. (laughs) So we'd been talking for a few months and then she'd said something about writing Buffy fanfic and I was like, wait a second. (laughs) And it was, it was her. Well, that's, I I have to go back and I have to now go and read Sally's fanfic because I was just watching Vex the other day going, God, Lauren, why'd you have to be so honest at the end of having sex with her? You should have done it up front or, you know, I mean, I've always thought of a million ways that scene could have been done differently. You know, so it didn't cause Bo so much hurt. And if Lauren wasn't so honest to a fault or had it had come across differently. So, but I've heard of a few rewrites of that scene. And also, Stephanie, Rebecca says, in all caps, mind you, charmed fic. That's awesome. <laughs> a plus plus. <laughs> you have a new fan. Oh, yeah. I'll have to get it. I'll get into my, my charmed love subsequently. But. So we asked people on Twitter and various places to send in links to their favorite fan fictions. We got a lot of Docubus fan fiction, as somebody predicted. And here's some of the, here are the ones that were recommended the most by people. The, the partner series, which is by Sydney563, especially the first story partners. I believe the subsequent story is still being written. And the description for this one says, Alternate universe, Lauren is a homicide detective assigned Bo as her brand new partner. They don't like each other from the get-go, and they have to work together on a serial killer case. How will it all go as Lauren's past comes up and Bo has her own secrets? That was the one that was recommended the most. Actually, I'm kind of cheating because I feel like most people recommended partners and then maybe one person recommended its sequel, so I kind of combined them. So they got the most, but it was a combination of the two stories. But again, partners was recommended the most. And then the one that got the second most recommendations was What It Takes by Lost Girls with a Z. And the description for that one says, choices were made and Lauren was left without a word and has not been seen for six years. Bo hasn't been the same since. Forced to return, Lauren isn't coming back, the same woman she left, or by herself. Will Bo be able to prove herself and to Lauren that she has what it takes to be the only woman in her life? The rest of them, I think, had the had like equal numbers of, of recommendations. This one is called The Last Stand by Pokepup, but the description for this one says a story about inevitability, fate, love lost, coming of age, and love found. After 16 years, fate brings these two back together, but can they overcome everything from left from their past and a few secrets still being kept to this day? And then our friend Cindy, Cindy1017 on on Twitter, she actually sent in a, a very nice email and like she she said why she liked the fix. Most people just sent links, which was fine, but but since Cindy mentioned why she liked it. This one, she said, wow, heart-wrenching psychological fic really made me think. So that's that's Cindy's review of that one. 
And it's Cindy B. 1017. Oh, Cindy B. 1017. I forgot her B. I'm sorry. Yes. So War Between Two Doctors, also by Sydney 563. AU, Bo and Lauren are humans. This is from Bo's POV. Bo is a doctor fresh from war and has to work with her ranking officer and her boss, and sorry, and new boss, Lauren. Bo's get-it-done style as a doctor clashes with Lauren's methodical OCD ways, personalities conflict, and as usual drama. I have to interject here and say this is also one of my favorites. Um, there is a sequel to it, and actually recently, uh, Sparkling Blue, I believe, who does a lot of uh, beautiful fan art, she created a cover for it. Is that the one where they're both wearing, like, uniforms? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. It's really pretty. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, the story is really well written. So, and then, like I said, uh, somewhat addicted and Sydney both have, uh, like a Twitter, um, account for both of their fanfics. And I think in the, uh, it was a couple months ago that, fa- uh, fans sent in questions for both of them that I think is archived somewhere. So if I can find it, I'll, um, or I'll email that Twitter account. Um, because it's always really fascinating to ask authors, how did you come up with this? You know, why do you, you know, like military influence in your stories or whatnot? So, yeah, there's that as well, which I enjoyed reading. The All In series by Rin1010. Cute nickname, by the way. Cute handle. Because <laughs> it's Rin, <laughs> numeral 10, numeral 10. So, anyway. Yes. Like the dog. Rin1010. AU, Bo and Lauren meet under different circumstances a year after Bo discovers she is Faye. Family secrets, fealty battles, crazy succubus hijinks. What could possibly go wrong? Actually, I think I might have read this one. And and Cindy sent in a review of this one, too. She says, so much happens in the story, it's engaging from start to finish. So there's Cindy's review of that one. The next one on the list is, you should have while you could have, but you didn't, so I did, by Abbo. I think so. A B capital B O E. AU, Lauren and Bo meet at a dinner with Lauren's old med school buddies. If you thought the show's love triangle was messy, then prepared to meet messier. Actually, this one I have read too. <laughs> that sounds great. I, I haven't read it, but I've heard of it. I actually I, I enjoy this one. Uh I think it hasn't updated as much recently. Yeah. But I did I did read it and I, I like it. So Sydney 563 and Somewhat Addicted, they were probably the ones who were recommended the most. They had the most stories that were recommended for for docubus writers. And I had several people just recommended authors, so I also have links to just their pages as well. We did have a few Valcubus fan fiction stories submitted. The first one is called Asunder by Uber Fanatic. And the description reads, When Bo's dawning ends catastrophically, the most improbable member of the gang travels to the unlikeliest of places in search of the only person capable of helping make things right again. The second story was called The Distance Between Us by D. Riser, and the description reads, There are things that Tamsin wants that she knows she cannot have, and creating a distance makes it easier to withstand. The problem was, but Bo kept closing that distance. And then the third was is a story called The Lies You Fake by Wayward Dreamer, and its description reads, When Bo is in dire need of healing, she finds an unexpected savior in everyone's favorite stubborn Valkyrie, but things take an unexpected turn when feelings develop. And then we got a whole email, actually, about CopDoc. Somebody saying, you have to talk about CopDoc, because it really solely exists in fan fiction, since Lauren and Tamsin have had so few interactions together on the show. 
And the person who emailed us suggested a particular story called All That Happens Here by Fire Arcade. And the description for that story reads, Lauren and Tamsin find themselves thrown together in the worst of circumstances and come to rely on each other when everything else seems lost. And then the person also had a list of authors writing cop doc that they suggested. Yeah, there's there's a lot of cop doc, cop doc fan fiction. Some Denzi here and there. But, I mean, there's this is a great thing about fanfic is that you can fill in the little bits here and there or take a scene in a different direction or write for the ship or whatever you want that doesn't, you know, maybe get as much canon or, you know, write something as crazy as Bo charging the gates of Valhalla on a unicorn to fight Papaya Horse for Kenzie's soul or something like that, you know. so And it could be an actual Papaya Horse. Exactly. Exactly. Or it could be a crossover with Charmed or whatever, and Knight Rider or something, you know, like. <laughs> Is anybody writing Lost Girl Torchwood crossovers? Because I think they would make I think some crossovers. Are. Good. I've, I've heard of, I've seen a Lost Girl Supernatural one. A couple things like that, yeah. I think I've seen Lost Girl Teen Wolf. I didn't read it, but I saw that it exists. Yeah. We got one lonely fanfic that had nothing to do with couples. It was just dedicated to Kenzie. Aww. And it was it's called A Staggering Work of Astonishing Brilliance by Yuletide 2012. So I was like, hey, one fanfic that had nothing to do with couples. <laughs> <laughs> and Rebecca says, hells yeah to the cop doc. Hells spelled with a Z, by the way. Hells yeah to the cop doc. Good stuff. Don't have any links, but cop doc writers are great. Yeah. I mean, again, it tends to be with the kind of, sometimes I found the kind of fic I write, it's around relationships, but I still like to include all the other characters, not just do 20 pages of just Bo and Lauren or whatever. You know, I want Kenzie in there and I want Dyson in there and everybody. So, you know, and I because all the relationships on the show were so integral, I do like to include them all. So I find I personally can't write a fanfic unless it's a really short, like smutty one. <laughs> then it's you know i can't you know just if i'm gonna write a longer fic i don't want to just do you know kind of tunnel vision but like i said I, I do like some authors that concentrate on things besides the couples so and do a more kind of well-rounded sort of adventure or case or whatever they're working on but i'm sure your readers won't be saying where's my document sucks right oh they'll be saying that and i'll give it to them <laughs> But that's <laughs> never mind. Depends on what scene I'm writing. So at the end of her of the email that that Cindy sent us, she had this little paragraph that I thought was was nice and I wanted to read. And she said, I know fanfics have a reputation for smut. While some truly live up to that, there are many other stories that are so much more. It's a shame if people don't read them because if the smutty reputation, which can be fun from time to time, if well done, don't get me wrong, because we have some extremely t talented writers in our fandom. I'm truly happy they continue to share our talents with us, their talents with us. And I will say this about um, fan fiction is that, yeah, even the smut, okay, smut is hard to write. You know how many different times I'm like, can't use that adjective. I just used it in the last sentence. And how many different times can you describe this part or that, whatever? And I do literally, Stephanie, by the way, in my head, go, okay, her arm was here, so then her arm hand is here, and okay, yeah, that does have to be anatomically correct, or anatomically correct. That does have to be possible. in the correct possible, possible. yeah. So um, I try to work it out in my head, so, uh, instead of just going off. But 
Yeah, it's hard to write, but I think all this is my perspective as a fanfic writer. You know, to, there are some fanfic people where they've kind of said, and these are people who have gone on to write. This is the cool part about Xena fandom that I was introduced to was that a lot of people started out writing fanfic, then started writing out their fic, kind of it's called uberfic, where the it's or au fic, but I think the Xena fandom coined the term uberfic, u b e r, where the characters kind of look the same as the characters in the show, but then you just put them in a different time and place, you know, kind of au and you know, they kind of have the same characteristics and they just build a relationship, but they might have different names or whatever. So a lot of Xena writers wrote their own novels and kind of with AU characters and eventually sold them and eventually, you know, became fairly successful writers through a lot of smaller lesbian publishing companies. So that's kind of my dream is to do something like that. Won't support me full time, but that's really what I want to do instead of my day job. So but I will say for fanfic writers, some of those writers, they say, oh, yes, the characters just talk to me and I write them down and I write 20 pages a day and I just want to go. That's me saying a gesture because it's hard. <laughs> Writing is hard. You know, I mean, sometimes I can write 10 pages a night and now I'm like in a drought where I haven't written in like eight months. So I will say that, so you know, for some people, the quality on fanfic.net varies a lot. A lot of it's terrible. A lot of it's great. Some of it's in the middle. But I will say, if you like an author, you know, reply to them, send them a tweet, send them a smoke signal, whatever. Because if you like them, express your appreciation. Because it's like with this podcast. We do it on our own time. We do it for free. We do it because we love it. And that's what a lot of these people do. And they're really talented. So I just wanted to comment on Cindy's uh, email to say, yeah, let them know. Because um, there's a lot of talented people out there. Yeah, I, I, I agree with what Annie says. If, if somebody's doing something you like, especially if they're doing it, they're, they're giving you this content for free. They just do it because they love it. Tell them, like, take a minute and tell them. It really does does mean a lot. Yeah. Because, we, you know, we always really appreciate when we get people, even if people are, like, sending us, you know, I completely disagree with what you said. That's fine. Like, the idea that somebody listened to what we said, that's fantastic. Yeah. That makes us so happy. So thank you to everybody who sends us nice feedback and, you know, for sure, keep doing it. Send it to people who do stuff that you love. Yeah, because and we're really grateful that most fandoms don't, you know, because fan fiction itself and fan art and everything, it's that's based off the canon of a show. It's in such a gray area legally. We don't want to get into this whole thing too much. But, you know, we're really grateful that nobody comes after us, that it's just, you know, as in the powers that be, that they just let us create and let us appreciate the show from this angle and that they consider it a compliment that they do this. I mean, legally they can't read anything, but you know, they let us create, they let us, the fans create and do this kind of work. So, you know, and they know what's out there. I do think the attitude is changing towards fanfic. I mean, from the producers of the original shows and stuff, because they do realize that it is good for their show and and that's actually a, a decent transition into talking about about fan vids. I have more experience with fan vids. I've made and continue to sometimes make fan vids in the past. Links for which ones? <laughs> I'm not going to share. <laughs> Why not? You share charmed. I didn't get the link though. Yeah, but I'll still find it. 
I will. Okay, I'll I'll make a deal with everybody. I'm going to. Uh, there, I've made a playlist of the the fan vids that people sent in, and I will add mine to the to the playlist. Is that a deal? Yeah. Okay. So I'll put my fan vids in there. But so for fan vids, I feel like I mean I guess fanfic has as well. But I've seen a lot of people say I actually started watching the show because I happened to see a fan vid for a character or a couple or what have you. And I was so intrigued by this fan vid and what I was seeing that I started watching the show. And we had somebody say that yeah, on Twitter yesterday when we asked about fan vids, that they saw something, a fan vid somebody made for Lost Girl, and that's why they started watching the show. And and I, th- I believe in the past, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, the, the powers that be over at Lost Girl have said, we love the fan vids. Please make fan vids. You know, they don't really like it if you put the full episode or clips of scenes online because, you know, then that's not, it's not a transformative work if you do that. Exactly. But if they, they said that they love it to see people take scenes and put it to music and, you know, transform it into something that's really their own. So that I thought was very cool that they're like, no, fan vids are great. Keep doing those. Mm-hmm. Well, cause then it basically acts as we are discussing as a trailer for their show. It does. It really yeah. does. And they don't have to spend money Again, to make it. It's one of those. If if the showrunners of various things are smart, I think they realize that this is all – it's free publicity for them. They don't have to pay anybody to mm-hmm. put this stuff together. These people are already in fandom and have their spheres of influence already. So it's good for the show. So we got we got quite a few links to Lost Girl fan vids. The One of my favorite ones, actually, is set to Touch a Touch a Touch Me from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> and it's about Bo. So it's, you know, it's about Bo and all of her conquests. How shocking. And it's pretty great. Like, this is one of those, those videos where, you know, it's amazing the technology that people have available on their PCs nowadays where they can add all these really beautiful effects and things like that with like Adobe After Effects. And, and it's, it's amazing the videos that people can create. This is a video that's a little more basic. It's probably made with like iMovie or something a bit more simple, but it's still really good because they picked a really good song and they edited it well. And it's very funny. Funny's always good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's one of your favorites, Chris? Again, I don't really do a whole lot of fan vids unless there's something specific somebody linked me to. And so Stephanie sent me the preliminary list. So I was looking through it and there was one on there that was called Bullet Train Lost Girl. And it's set to Bullet Train, which is featuring Joni Fatora by Stephen Schwartz. And I mean, I'd never heard that song before, but basically it's sort of like an action montage kind of thing. And so it basically acts as like a, like a cool action movie trailer kind of a thing. Like it's just, it's just people getting hit and hitting people for <laughs> a few <laughs> minutes, but it's cool. Like it's edited really interestingly and. Anyway, I enjoyed it. Yeah, and that was that one was one of the ones that was recommended by the the most number of people. That that one bullet train and the editing is really good. It's sort of artfully put together. It is. So how about you, Annie? What's one of your favorites? Well, I would echo you, Stephanie, first in saying that yeah, the technology that people have is amazing. I don't know any of the programs, but I'm like, wow. I don't know how you guys do this, but sorry, I shocker. I will throw Docubus one in there. <laughs> Uh, one of my favorites is a song called Without You uh, by the group 1-2, and it's by Cat Attack 12. 
And she does a lot of vids, but she's They're really uh, good too. Yeah, she has a really good style. But this one, I think it was made right after the Docubus break, so of course I'm sitting there going, No So but it's really emotional and really well done and I don't know how these people do it when they not only edit well, but then they also edit dialogue as well from the show. And it's not, and it's edited well enough so that you don't get a, a lot of background sound or whatever, you know? So they're, they're able to mess with the levels so that you just get the dialogue and not the diegetic music from the show, you know? And they can still fit it in with the song and everything. But that's done really well in that vid. So that's a good one if you're in a masochistic docubus, docubus mood. Incidentally, Cat Attack 12 says, two minutes ago said, I love how open the Lost Girl cast is to the fan vids also. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess I'll go ahead and say Cat Attack 12, we got the most recommendations for, for her videos. Yeah. Like she, it was a bunch of different ones that she had made. There's two that were recommended the most, but we just got recommendations for tons of her videos. So mm-hmm. she's, she's definitely one to check out. And she's, I think she might, she, she does a lot of Docubus ones, but she does other stuff that isn't related yeah. to Docubus. So if you're not a Docubus shipper, don't, don't think it's just going to be all Docubus videos. So the, my second one that I wanted to mention that I like a lot, it's called Bo Dennis Rule the World. And it's by Anna Gulia Fiction. I'm guessing on how to pronounce her last name. And who is another really good Lost Girl fan vid maker. She, she also, we got a lot of, of suggestions for her videos. And this one is set to Lord's cover of Everybody Wants to Rule the World from <laughs> the Catching Fire soundtrack, which is a lot more haunting than the original. And it's really about kind of dark bow and sort of her family and also some of her friends kind of mega, megalomaniacal power hungry tendencies. It's quite mm. good. I'll have to check that out. Cool. So how about you, Chris? I feel like I'm cheating by saying this one, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, it's okay to feel good. A Lost Girl fan vid, Crystal and Amber, which Sally made for us. <laughs> it's true. She did. <laughs> I was like, who made a Crystal and Amber vid? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Sally did it. Sally it features the song It's Okay to Feel Good by Susan... Werner. Sally's another fan, a fan vitter who doesn't have like f- fancy equipment, but I feel like what Sally does really well, she chooses really good songs. And I thought It's Okay to Feel Good was a great song choice for, for Crystal and Lauren slash Amber. Yes. She made a pantsless video, didn't she? She did. She did make one called The <laughs> Enemy really Called hilarious. Pants, which is very funny. That's another thing Sally does very well. Humor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the beauty of fandom is that you can ask someone to do a pantsless video and they will do it. But I've had people make videos for me going, I don't know how to make a vid. Can you do it to this song? And then they did it. And I was blown away because I'm like, that takes a lot of your time and you're not getting paid for this. You know, if someone wants me to pay them in a fanfic, pfft, yeah, right. Uh, I, but I'll be glad to do it. You know, things like that. So how about you, Annie? What's another one of your favorites? Well, this one will shock all of you because it's not Docubus. <gasps> um, it yeah, shut up. But it's abs- it's one of my absolute favorite vids, and it's a Tamsin one. And everybody's really, it's, yeah, they're really going to be shocked. Um, but again, it's by Anna. I think people know you like Tamsin, though. I, people don't believe it. Now, if it was a Valcubus thing, I think yeah, we'd that, all be shocked. Okay, yeah, because this is just Tamsin. But it is it has Valcubus hints, so. But it's again, it's by Anna Giulia Fiction the person you just mentioned, so I have to check out the rest of her vids. But it's done, it's a Tamsin vid, it's done to Echo by Jason Walker. And it's a really, really well done vid that 
it's all third season Tamsin. And to me, it's, it's kind of a sad, slow vid that really highlights her vulnerability. And that's the part of her character that I love, you know, under all that brashness and cocky and everything. But it was just that lonely Valkyrie who just needs love. And it's so great to see in the fourth season how she's more of the fam, the, the part of the whole dysfunctional family. But it's one of my absolute favorite vids. I have it on my phone, you know, so, and I, I also really love the song. So I think my favorite vids also get introduced me to music that I haven't heard that. I end up downloading because I love it so much. But yeah, Shocker, one of my favorite vids, is a Tamsin vid. And then another one of my favorites is just called Lauren slash Lost Girl. And it's by Kaka Ben, which sounds like I'm saying something dirty. But that's just, that's just the username. It's K-A-C-A Ben. And it is set to the Mission Impossible theme. Ooh. And it's really fantastic. It it hi- really highlights <laughs> Lor- the sciency side of Lauren. There's, I there's think sexy- I, I've seen it. I think yeah. There's sexy <laughs> stuff in there too. But my favorite part is he really. I think it's a he. I'm gonna go with maybe he because of Ben. Uh, the the maker really highlights Lauren's injector use. So you know how in the Mission Impossible <laughs> theme it goes dun 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 dun, and and in the video Lauren injects somebody on each of the duns. It's it's really good. <laughs> And it makes me laugh. I think I might have seen that one. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Like a while ago. Yeah. It makes me laugh. So what about you, Chris? What's another one of your favorites? This is the last of my list because, again, I don't really watch that much. So, you know, this is as far as I got in your list. I'm sorry. But the MS Paint LG Season 4 is the title of it by West Kid. And it's basically stick figure Bo washing the car to the, you know, <laughs> stick figure car <laughs> to the song that they used in the, in the trailer. Are you serious? They like made up their own stick figure Bo and animated it or something? Yes. yes. Oh my God. That sounds awesome. It's stick figure Bo. It's hilarious. With, like, <laughs> with lopsided with, boobs. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's like a stick with boobs. Is there like a stick with a melting ice cream? Yes. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> and then and then at the very end Dyson walks up with his squiggle beard. <laughs> and yeah. It's very funny. It's kind of great. It's very funny. <laughs> so what about you Annie? What's another one of yours? Uh one of mine is uh it's called Ladies of Lost Girl by Catherine S and it's done to the song Good Feeling by Flo Rida, but it's a really well done just one of those quick cut videos that emphasizes all the ladies of Lost Girl, and it's done to a really good beat. And it, it, I love how in the description it's written, with Vex as an honorary lady of Lost, Lost Girl Lady, because <laughs> of all of his costumes, I guess. But yeah, that's a, that's a good good feeling one, no pun intended. But yeah, that's a really fun one. And then one of my favorites is, it's called Re- Reconsider Tamsin and Bo. And there is Tamsin and Bo stuff in there, but it's really more focused on, on Tamsin. And it's, it's set to a, a remix, the Jamie XX remix of the XX's Reconsider. And I love the XX. Me too. I, I really like this video. I feel like it does a really excellent job capturing sort of Tamsin's conflicted feelings toward Bo. It's mainly focused in season three, but you know, her sort of like draw toward Bo, but her obligations to kind of destroy Bo. And I, I just really like it. I think it's really well done. And oh, I did forgot to say who that was by. Oh, I know why I forgot to say who that was by because I don't know how to pronounce their username. Ag- adjectiva, adjectiva, adjectival Spell flux. 
A T J E C T I V A L F U L X. That is their username. So they have several other Lost Girl fan vids that are that are pretty good. So how about you, Annie? This one, it's kind of like a general Lost Girl one, kind of just encompasses all the characters. Um, but it's to I think the phrase "chasing cars," and uh, normally I hate that song because it's been so freaking overplayed in the last ten years. Snow Patrol. Snow Patrol. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Snow Patrol's "chasing cars" because you know I kind of got sick of that song after a while. But then when a video like this is so well done, again, it's it's the coloring is amazing because you know when people like change the coloring of stuff and they just do really slow, smooth edits, and I can't even describe it. But to me, this video is kind of like almost a melancholy feel. I just, I don't know. I love it. It's, I think to me, the best videos, how I describe it, make me fall in love with the show all over again. And to me, this is one of those videos, you know, I just, it's one of those videos. I just want to go home and watch Lost Girl from beginning to end. And it made me like the song again, which is good because I generally like Snow Patrol. So, but I don't have who that's by, but I'll look it up and put the link on there. And then the last one I wanted to mention is a Kinsey and Hale fan vid, but it's more of like a, a, a friendship video than a ship ship video, which I like. I was like, hey, it's highlighting kind of Kinsey and Hale's friendliness. And I, and I, and I enjoyed that. It's by Eternal Smile 107 and it's called Lost Girl Kinsey and Hale Forevermore. It's set to the song Forevermore by Katie Herzig. I hadn't heard this song before. It's mostly clips from seasons one and two. And it's just really kind of highlighting, like I said, like Hale and Kinsey's friendship. And while I do like them romantically as a couple, I I really loved their kind of buddy-buddy relationship a lot in the first two seasons. So I like that this video really highlighted that. I'm going to jump in here real quick. You remember the Canadian video? Uh, what was the- oh, we should we should totally link to that. I know we should. That's why I wanted to, because I like that one. It's a multi-fandom vid. It is. It's Lost Girl and... Is it Bomb Girls? It's Lost Girl, Bomb Girls, and Orphan, Orphan Black. Mm-hmm. So it's like our fandoms. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all of my shows but in one thing. Isn't it down to some really funny song or something? Canadian, please. Yes. yes by Gunnarola. Yeah. Yes, Canadian, please. Thank you. That's it. It's, it's set to a song by Gunnarola, who's a YouTuber, and it's, it's called Canadian Please, the song. And so it's all about how, you know, you want to be Canadian. And it's featuring scenes from Orphan Black and Lost Girl and Bomb Girls. And it's really funny. So we'll, we'll also link to that one as one of Chris's favorites. <laughs> because of Chris, we watch, all three of us watch those shows. So now we understand. Because I think I first watched it before I watched Orphan Black. I'm sure, because you watched Orphan Black pretty recently. Yeah, yeah. But now I understand the full power of that video. You're welcome, Annie. <laughs> so how about you, Annie? What's, what's another one of your favorites? Uh, this is a really short one. It's, I don't know what it's called, Lost Girl Levels. Uh, I don't know what the song is. Maybe that is the song title by 17KSS. And it's only 40 seconds. But the description is, uh, the description is something like, who says... Nobody ever smiles on Lost Girl. Here they all are. And it's a really quick cut video of like all the characters like being happy. And I think it's only like through the first two seasons or something. Or no, through the first three seasons. And it's just a really quick, funny video. Again, on my phone. And I just, when I need a little, you know, like pick me up, I watch that one. So like I mentioned, one of the listener favorites was the bullet train video that Chris mentioned. The other two that, that had the most recommendations are both by Cat Attack 12. And one of them is called Bone Lauren Light and Dark. 
It's set to the song Hate and Love by Jack Savaretti, featuring Sienna Miller. And this one is really about the tension in Bo and Lauren's relationship because Lauren is human and Bo is fae. It has scenes from Let the Dark Times Roll in there, so it was made sometime during the fourth season. And then the other one that had a lot of recommendations was it's called Lauren, Bo, Dyson, Poison, and Wine. And this one is set to the Civil War's Poison and Wine. And it's really, it's about the love triangle as a whole. It doesn't, it does not favor Lauren versus Dyson. So I was worried that it was like going to say, oh, you know, Dyson's poison and Lauren's wine or something like that. But actually <laughs> the metaphor is about Bo because the, there's a lyric in the song. I really like the song too, about how your mouth is like poison. Your mouth is like wine. Mm. And so it, she shows Bo like sucking chi and then Bo just sort of kissing people. And it's really great that the, cause the chorus is all, I don't love you and I always will. And so it's this real tension about how Bo has, has conflicting feelings about loving both of these people and, and not being able to, you know, going through difficulties in her relationship with them. It's really good. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah our Lost Girl fan vid playlist is, has something like 60 videos in it. We've got a, a huge list of recommended fanfics for you to read. I'll, I'll star or, or asterisk the ones that were got like the most recommendations. Every, all the ones listed were list, were recommended once at least, but I'll star and, and asterisk the ones that got uh, the most recommendations. And thank you to everybody for sending in all of your favorites and for contributing to this episode. We really appreciate it. So I need to get a little technical here for a minute and talk about the technical side of the podcast. I just want to let everybody know that I'm in the process of migrating where the RSS feed for our podcast is hosted. It's currently over on FeedBurner and I'm migrating it to our website. Now, if everything goes as it should go, this should cause no interruptions in anybody's receiving of episodes in iTunes and podcatchers and things like that. But if, you know, Friday rolls around, Saturday rolls around, and there's no new episode of Drinks at the Doll, and you go to our website and you see there has been a new episode posted, but it hasn't showed up in your subscription feed yet, you might want to go ahead and just manually resubscribe to our RSS feed. And you can you can do that by going to drinksofthedoll.com slash subscribe. And there's all links to how you can resubscribe to the podcast on that page. Like I said, hopefully all goes well. Nobody should have any interruptions. But if something does happen, you can go to drinksofthedoll.com slash subscribe and resubscribe to the podcast. Thank you again to everybody who participated and submitted links to their favorite fanfic and fan vids. We really appreciate it. Let us know. You know, we'd be happy to add other recommended fan vids or fanfics that you love. If you didn't know we were collecting them, we'd love for you to send those to us. You can either, you know, send them on Twitter. You can send us an email to feedback at drinksofthedoll.com. You can go and leave your recommendations in the comments for this episode. It's going to be at drinksofthedoll.com slash 54. Or, you know, you can also send us a voicemail by clicking on the send voicemail tab on the right hand side of the website. I'm so glad you could join us for Drinks at the Doll. My name is Stephanie. My name is Annie. And I'm watching Lost Girl Fits. My name is Chris. Thank you for listening. Cheers. Cheers.